fellow pediatric junkies. Welcome back to another episode of the SNAP Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Miller. Today, we're sitting down with Jenna Cantor, co-founder and current CEO of Fairytale Physical Therapy. Jenna is currently treating dancers and performers as part of her own practice, Jenna Cantor PT, PLLLC. Jenna also educates others in injury prevention and wellness for performers and also has her own podcast called Dance PT Podcast, where she interviews specialists in the field on how to treat performers as well as to get involved with treating performers. Jenna is also very involved in advocacy for the APTA. Basically, in summary, you really need a full-time job to keep up with Jenna. Jenna is full of energy and has great advice, and I know you will love her as much as I do. So without further ado, let's jump in with Jenna introducing what Fairytale PT is and how it all started. Awesome. So I'm Jenna Cantor. I'm a physical therapist and a performer. And I did musical theater as a professional career for over 15 years before I went into physical therapy school. So this was a second career for me. I did not want to ever do anything but theater. So for me, when I started PT school, I felt like a failure. I was literally getting professional offers, job offers in theater while I was in school, because I wasn't even I wasn't putting on uh, social media. And I was going to a very reputable school, but I was just ashamed because of that. So Uh, Because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a quitter. I'm a quitter. But when I was in school, I had the fortune of having a 180 degree mind shift. And that was through fairy tale physical therapy, where we bring musical theater shows to children in hospitals and teach choreography that's secretly composed of therapeutic exercises. And what I learned through that, um, especially even the first time was the art of giving and giving is so much better than taking. As performers, we there's no one there helping you get further in your career at all. I mean, you could say that in life, but definitely very much so with theater. And so I only knew how to just always take and promote myself. Me, 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 me. And fairy tale really got me out of myself, which was just a wonderful gift. And I have never looked back. I will be doing fairy tale for the rest of my life because of it. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so we're going to start this podcast off with a surprise question that I didn't, I didn't send it to you just to make it more fun. So what is your favorite Disney movie? Ooh, love this so <laughs> much. Favorite Disney movie. You know, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say The Little Mermaid and that is cheating. That is an easy answer <laughs> because it's the freaking Little Mermaid and Ariel. And Everybody loves The Little Mermaid. I know. I cheated. I cheated. <laughs> That's awesome. Mine would have probably, it was Finding Nemo for the longest time. I think it's going to be Frozen for my second, for my all-time favorite now. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's such a good one too. I, I love the, 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 the focus on the sister relationship. I think there's a lot of beautiful stuff in there. I would love personally for there to be much more BIPOC uh, drawing in there. I don't think it uh, needed to be white people, um, but hopefully in the future, cartoons that don't where it doesn't matter they they know to mix much more yes and I think Disney's getting there slowly but they're getting there (laughs) yes yes well I had to start with that question since we're talking about fairy tale PT and Disney's such I I mean I'm a huge Disney person so Um, let's start out with what is fairy tale PT where did the idea come from when did you start 
So yes, that began when I was a first year in physical therapy school and I was in line waiting, not in line, just waiting outside anatomy class with my classmate, Katie Schmidt. Hello, Katie. And we got into a conversation um, and it, it, it stemmed from our desire to perform. And from that conversation, her and I did not know that we both are doers and we both don't like to feel like we're doing less than the other person. So we essentially were silently competing to get things done to make even our first show happen. And it, it fully came from the fact that I wasn't performing. I was missing it, but I couldn't do a full rehearsal schedule with the busyness of, of a first year student in general mm -hmm. as a PT student. But with that, we could control how few rehearsals or how, you know, how many we wanted to do and keep it PT related, which was great. That's awesome. So when you first started um, Fairytale PT, what were your biggest struggles? The biggest struggles, I would say... I would say at the beginning, there really wasn't one. I, I, I it, it felt easy because we didn't know what was right or what was wrong, what would work, what wouldn't. The, the areas where I was better at getting things done, I did that and Katie vice versa. It was just a really good balance. And uh, yeah, I, I, that's, that's a hard one to answer because we weren't trying, we didn't have a battle of making money. It was all volunteer. That was a hard one to, for it to go wrong in any way, honestly. Did so, you have any trouble finding any performers for? Um... Not at all, because we use classmates and we were in a class of people who really wanted to be involved, as involved in things as possible. So we had a very high demand. We were fortunate with that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's really good. You don't usually get that in like a class. How big was your class size? Ours was big oh my gosh I think it was 80 people oh so you had a lot to choose from <laughs> That's yeah really helpful I mean our first time we had if anything I would say too many volunteers but because uh, yeah people just weren't needed but we didn't know that but it was so fun to have everyone there for something yeah definitely out and let's do this kind of thing what a great way for like a class bonding too oh to get people closer and involved in something all together oh That's yeah awesome absolutely but so as you're starting the first show, what, so first, what was the first show? First show, we were doing Snow Queen, um, which is friends with Frozen. We were doing <laughs> Snow Queen and that was, it was kind of an easy pick because that's what we were talking about. What character would you play? And she said, Anna. And I was like, Elsa. And it was just, oh, okay. And that's, it happened that's in that conversation in a hallway. It was very chill at that, at that conversation, but it really turned into something. Cool. How did you um, come up with a, the idea of like adding in therapeutic exercise for the kids? Because we were in physical therapy school and we, and, and it was just an idea of how to, combine make it a physical therapy related so can you give me an example of like parts of the choreography that the kids would do in the um audience as you are performing Absolutely. that would give them those therapeutic exercises so so what uh, for instance we are doing do you want to build a snowman 
And we're at that point in the story where the song happens. So we go, all right, kids, on the count of three, if you would like to come to a stand, one, two, three, up. All right, everybody, let's learn this. Step out and reach out to the side. So basically, they're bringing one arm up on a high diagonal. So it's opening up the chest. It's working the shoulder up and the arm up in a Y. That's helping with that shoulder stability, helping opening up that posture. They've been laying out, out all day. They're stepping out to the side, really nice and tall, which is opening up those hip flexors. I mean, I could go on and on. And then they step to the other side, bringing out the other arms. Then they come down into like a, a, a little squat, but we don't call it that because we're working with kids. We're like, run real fast. So they're doing fast feet. So they're getting their heart rate up. And then they're rolling their arms, which is helping with rotation of the shoulder and of course body heat and then they repeat it so that that's only one part and and to the song it's uh no oh that was let it go <laughs> so this is the song let it go so step out so it's let it go let it go roll your arms can't hold it back anymore and and that's essentially how they're getting those therapeutic exercises in during the pandemic we have been uh, providing things virtually and online. So we've act, we now, because of the limitations of Zoom and online platforms, the sound delay, we are having just one person bring the story, but it's a lot more physical. So the storytelling is like Dora, where it's, and who does Anna meet? That's right, Hans. Do we like Hans? Boo. No, that's <laughs> right. We don't. Everyone, let's walk like Hans. And then it'll show, you know, and we should like, maybe we'll have them do a high march walking around because he's kind of a soldier-esque guy. And, and already we're working core, we're working balance, everything, just from even in between learning the choreography. So we've become even more therapeutic exercise heavy in our delivery. I love it. And I love that you've kind of shifted too, because I know originally you started out going in person into like hospital settings to put on these shows for kids who might not be able to have some type of um, different interaction out inside the hospital and give them kind of a break from a hospital setting and all of the medical world. And um, so I love that you've pivoted during this time and still given them some type of a break as well. Oh yeah. And it's great too, because the, there's always kids who can't leave their room or be seen by somebody in person because of risk. So yes. it's, it's something we're, we're very grateful for ex getting a chance to explore this and level it up. So um, that is one way that Fairytale PT has kind of grown since you've graduated. How else have you seen it grow since? Well, just the number of hospitals. We went from four to now we have, I believe, 17 hospitals. Ugh, I might be off in the count a little bit. We literally have to check every single time we look. But it, but it was a big increase. And that was from us sitting down and, and, and trying different ways. I mean, we've been in existence since 2015. So it still didn't happen overnight. And it wasn't because of the pandemic. So many years of trial and error. But we actually figured out a system that works for us in reaching out developing new relationships and therefore bringing it to more hospitals. That's awesome. So are, how are you currently doing that um, reaching out marketing type of work with Fairytale PT? It's a lot of tracking. It's a lot of set things that we say in our conversations, uh, making sure we're getting in contact with the right person, of course, and, and patients, follow-up patience, follow up, patience, and learning to be very flexible and, and open and constantly creating ways to not be adding on more work. 
or, or burden onto the hospital staff. They have enough going on even without the pandemic. So that's it's it's creating systems always that for because it's different at every hospital that can make it uh, an easy flow for it to be available to the patients. I love it. How big has fairy tale grown to not just how many hospitals you've been in, but also just um, how many people are involved? Because it's oh. outside of just your class of PT school, right? That's great. It's actually gotten smaller uh, in a very good way. What I mean by that, because we're doing the virtual, so now it's it's just one-on-one people that we're working with. But now the people who are our performer volunteers are professional performers volunteering their time. And it really does make a difference. Now they do have to get coached with us on how to properly perform the exercises, but as PTs at the helm, um, that's, uh, Carrie Willett is who I work with now. She's the, the partner, um, and, and, and getting, yeah, getting everything. It's amazing. But the, the professional performers can bring in energy and, and the movements, uh, I, I just don't know how else to put it. There's a difference between a physical therapist who doesn't have a performing background and how I could get a Broadway performer to do. I mean, it's a no brainer. It's a, we know this. Yeah. So we, we found a system that works out really well. And there are performers who would, who love this, who want to be involved. So I would say it has grown in quality. It has grown in quality. And we did get comments before when, uh, and it's, it's nothing against anyone. It just is what it is where uh, when we brought professional performers, because that's who we got. And then they had PT students are like, whoa, you know, they, they, they liked it more coming from the professional performers. I was like, well, I mean, you know what? It does make sense. Yes. So uh, that is where we have most definitely grown. And the kids are even more in engaged because of it. And performers know that's, I mean, that's their job. They know how to engage their audience. They know how to make their body move in the perfect position to make it look big and correct. And yeah, just their, their instincts when things go wrong, they know how to keep it going. There's just performer things that we do that uh, physical therapy student does not know. Yeah, it, it, but but we do know about the performance X or that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but that's the trade-off. It's exactly. So as long as we, we train them, which we should be able to do, we should be able to train patients how to do perform exercises correctly. So as long as we train them to do it, demonstrate it correctly, it's great. Love it. How many physical therapists are currently on board with you? Cause you said it's, most of the performers are now professional. Yeah, it's, it's just two. It's myself and Carrie Willett. And then the rest we have on our board members right now, we have Nate Sawyer, who's a board member. He has a big background in children's theater professionally. So he's really great. And then we have a lawyer that is working with us as, as well, which is nice. phenomenal. And then uh, for, as performers go, yep, it's just professional performers. It's great. So it's very multidisciplinary, which is yeah all about physical therapy is multidisciplinary. So oh my gosh. And I forgot, uh, um, uh, uh, Carrie's sister, Carrie's uh, sister is, uh, she's not officially with us. So I, I can't, I can't say names yet, <laughs> but you can guess her last name, but her, her <laughs> sister has been a great uh, consultant side consultant with us. Cause she is a pediatric doctor. So, I mean, oh, it, wonderful. yeah, so that has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's perfect. So you're at 17 current hospitals. 
can um, schools or students reach out to help volunteer or help get you into other hospitals that might be around there? Yes. So regarding physical therapy students, you mean? Yes. Or physical therapy schools? Yes. Okay. They can definitely reach out to us for sure. They are definitely not our focus. We have learned uh, after five years of doing this, the follow through of physical therapy students in school is very low mm. because there's already a lot on the plate. So we don't invest time at all in that. We, uh, the possibility of them in live shows of being part of the audience to work and help out one-on-one -on -one with the kids and the movements is something we are open to, but not something we're actively pursuing and putting energy into because we need results. Yes. 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 Any um, contact information that students can get to reach out to you, we'll put in the show notes. So if anybody is interested in reaching out and getting involved or helping out in any way, they can look at the show notes and get all of your um, contact information and reach out to you from there. Fairytalephysicaltherapy.com. Boom. That's Perfect. It. Yeah, that's literally it. Mm -hmm. So you said you're all about getting results now. Are you doing, I know that uh, Fairytale PT has done some research in the past. Are you still currently doing research still? We are not doing, well, <laughs> kind of our kind of our kind of aren't we get data with everything we do uh we haven't compiled it into any research right now for us right now our focus is becoming nonprofit. that has been a very slow delayed process so oh yeah the world will know when we are officially nonprofit. <laughs> that's gonna be like i'm gonna eat a whole cake you know what <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fly carrie to to me and so we can sell it because it's gonna be that big it's gonna be so huge <laughs> Oh my God, I cannot wait until that happens that day. <laughs> so yes, re, uh, we we have we did gather data from, from some recent stuff that was just, yep, we're in the right direction. We are delivering what they want. Uh, we we'll always have questionnaires being filled, but our, for us, it's becoming nonprofit and getting out to the kids because the priority we is, is just getting it out, getting it used, uh, uh, our stuff used. It's, it's about the children so much right now. So yes, we need to just keep expanding. I love that it seemed like the, the mission has very streamlined into volunteering nonprofit, helping the kids, getting them moving, getting them active and just doing something different for the day as much as they can. So absolutely, absolutely. Love that. Um, so when they first, because this is such a different way to think of physical therapy, fairy tale PT, because when they first think people first think of PT, they may think about the hospital, but they usually think about like sports injuries or a joint replacement or just any type of outpatient PT. So why was it important for you and Katie to combine these different worlds of performing and physical therapy? For me, it came from a completely selfish place. I needed to perform. I needed to perform. The PT part made it like PT related. So, okay, cool. I'm a good student. It came from a completely selfish spot. It wasn't until I was in front of the kids that it fully pulled me outside of myself. Okay. And so why would you think it's important for, so say there's a physical therapy student who has a passion that may not be performing, but it may be something similar that they want to combine. Why would you say it's important for them to combine? What have you learned about yourself and what have you learned about just the joy of combining the two different passions? 
Ooh, uh, I, I'm gonna take this in a slightly different direction than, than you would expect. It's actually really honing in and who you are and what you love to do and creating from there. So it okay. doesn't need to be splitting something. It's really being true to your passion and what speaks to you. Just like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna simplify it. The, the, the idea if you're like, I wanna do a sleepover that's gonna be romantic on themes and we're all gonna wear princess dresses and eat chocolate. Like, I love I, it. I'm gonna go to that <laughs> I think Natalie and I have already automatically signed up with this very organic yes. you know, creation. <laughs> so, but that's what it needs to be. Don't think about anyone else people pleasing in that. I was thinking 100% for me. Yeah, I did the physical therapy thing, but I really just needed to perform. Like that is the air I breathe being on the stage. And that is why I treat dancers because like I am with them. I, like my heart is so with them and what they need to keep doing. Mm -hmm. And that's what speaks to me. You don't have to feel the same way I feel. You don't have to talk the same way I talk about performers in my life. You just need to be true to you and happiest for you because anybody, anybody in your life is spending such a minuscule, small percentage living your life with you that it just doesn't matter what they say because they're not there. They are not a part of your, they're just not there. Uh, 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 yeah. be truest to you go from there and you will find your joy I love it that's honestly a great piece of advice for anybody whether you're a physical therapist or you are any other profession so I love that that's how you took that question because that's perfect advice so what is so when you first started this what type of resources did you use? What kind of advice do you have for students who might want to um, go off and start something not similar to fairy tale PT, but in the same realm? Just do it. Uh, that would be my first. And, and as resources go, resources, research is limited and um, so many things. So of course you can grab the research, as, uh, but really grab the research if you know it will help guide you. If you know it's not going to make a difference, then why are you doing that? It's more just like this imaginary like beast watching over you saying, did you get research? Just know if you're doing something that's going, that the intentions to help people, then great, do it. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, and, and then you'll figure out as you go, what resources you need. I know that is so freaking vague and annoying, but <laughs> Google is amazing. And, and, and those YouTube and, and listen to your heart and don't worry if somebody else is doing it uh, like truly, because look at Disney. There were so many different theme parks that existed. He wasn't the first to do a theme park. Mm -hmm. Look at Oprah. She wasn't the first talk show host. Look at, goodness, ABC. I believe they weren't the first TV station ever. You know, so like, don't, it, never worry about being original or whatever. And, and, and the resources you'll, you'll figure out as you do it, even you can prep as much as you want, but you'll figure out as you do it, even more, the resources that you need. Love it. That goes back to even just following what you want to do and being true to yourself and following your passions, because that's going to lead you to where you want to be in life anyway, and make you the happiest. So I love it. Yeah. Jenna, as we wrap up, what are some last pieces of advice for our students and new professionals who may want to start something like fairy tale physical therapy and how can they get into contact with you? 
Yeah, I'll give you some information now so you have it. So the website to get all information, fairytale physical therapy dot com and then our email is fairytale at fairytalephysicaltherapy.com and uh the email if you're reaching out about volunteering volunteering really is at this point more for an actual performers or if you know of a hospital that you're working with and you have a uh, some potential direct contacts to make it happen that's great that's that's where our interest lies at this moment but always, when in doubt, reach out to us. What, what does it hurt to reach out to us, which is great. And last pieces of advice, be yourself. There's always going to be someone who doesn't like who you are in some type of way. Be who you are, stay true to what you believe. Even if there are some people, while there are going to be some people who don't support it, there's gonna be some people who love it. It's, it's the same for how you believe politically. There's always somebody who needs help with beliefs and they feel more connected with people who think like them, period, <laughs> end of story. So really just focus on being who you are and going from there. If you are with somebody who is giving you advice, who you know deep down either has what you want, um, which is great, but they don't believe in you, or they do believe in you, but they don't have what you want, you want that, that beautiful combo where they have you, what you want and they do believe in you. And I mean that from the truest form. And you can really tell when somebody is, is supporting you because of the help that they give. I'm a person who definitely believes in mentors. If you are a person who wants to invest in mentors, make sure you research that person, you get to know them. So you have that full trust because just like patients, when you are trying to be yourself and you're trying to live your life and you're trying to get to where you want to be, if you don't have that full trust in that person, then you're really not going to thrive with that person giving you advice and pushing you forward. So yes, be, be you, whatever it is. And, and it, that's, I think that's just the, the base starting point that everybody needs to really be happy. Love it. Well, Jenna, thank you so, so much for joining us and talking about Fairytale PT. And um, I mean, what's better to uh, put on a pediatric physical therapy podcast, but Fairytale and physical therapy. So thank you so, so, so much. I've enjoyed talking to you. Wonderful. Thank you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. Jenna and I have to now plan this rom-com princess dresses sleepover idea that she had because I am all for it. If you have any questions about Fairytale PT or how you can help volunteer, the website for Fairytale Physical Therapy and the email for volunteers will be in the show notes. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, leave a review. Till next time, friends.